Assalamu alaikum, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the realest podcast in the dunya, the three Muslims. Very important stuff today. Rami, Anham, what's on your mind? What's on my mind right now is, uh, you know, that Kevin Samuels dude in the red pill sphere, the manosphere thing? Mm-hmm. What days does he uh, go live? I'm not sure. Because, um, and just like him, we should have a day where we go live as well. <laughs> you mean like a schedule? Yeah, like a schedule. He's like, everyone like knows, that, like okay, that. yeah, yeah, this is the T3 and this is when they're going live. And no mm-hmm. one can go live. I'm yeah, there's no time. other channel will like legally yeah, be able yeah, to go live yeah. on that time. That's what I'm thinking about. All right, bro. Let's get back after the intro. There's another thing too. It's it's the perseverance aspect too. Like we're more willing to stick through with things that we set out with an intention. It's impossible to have empathy for others if you're not patient. So my love, bless you for that. First of all, I agree with the fact that the whole thing you said about friends, where it's like if, if they're affecting you more than you're affecting them, then you should probably get some new friends. You want to be investing stocks, shares, bonds. You want to be investing in crypto because there's this thing called inflation which means every year that passes by, the value of a dollar goes lower and lower and lower. And the reason being is because they're printing more money, right? That's why money is haram. At least the paper money is haram. Provided that you're actually there and you're being a good father and the mother's being a good mother, best conditions. And behind the mic, Hamza, Andreas, Zortzis, we will go in with our final three with brother Angel, inshallah. It's not just a responsibility on you, it's a responsibility on all the children, especially your father. In our private area is very elastic, and yeah, if you go too fast, the skin will literally crease up into like the edge of like the little clipper things, and you will literally clip your skin. You don't want to be on YouTube or the internet or anything that that amount of time, but it's it's the the fact is that's what we're doing. Bro, that was way too long. Of all right, all right, all right. Before we go in, bro, I had a question, bro. Is the skin in our private area actually that sensitive to the point where it creases up? Very sensitive. It's very there flexible. Go, bro. Very flexible. All right, all right. So it's been a really, uh, I want to say, rather nasty week, bro. We got Superman coming out as bi. We got Batman coming out as tri. No, I'm kidding, bro. Batman didn't come out as try. There was this whole thing of the woman uh, tearing down the ads. By the way, guys, yes, this is live. Like, don't don't think that, you know, it's like it's Friday right now, 1039 a.m. Eastern time. This is not like some pre-recorded lecture. Become a member. Uh, thing is pinned on the live chat to uh, participate in the live chat. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum as-salam. Welcome to the cult. Yeah. Okay, so um, 
shout out to that for the first uh first comment okay aside from that uh it's it's been a really weird week bro like i want to be honest with you like these things happening in the media in the news it's not something like new you know what i mean and when you look at you know just the way muslims are portrayed just the way society is moving today it's, it's definitely something that needs to be talked about so with that being said bro there was a phase in my life where before getting into this where i would watch netflix or i would watch movies or hollywood and it would kind of be like just operating under i guess the programming so you see these types of things and it doesn't you don't really bat an eye you know they don't really stick out you don't you don't question things much but now it's almost like there's things where it's almost they're so normalized people don't question it but i notice these things i'm sure you guys notice some of these things too you know what i mean so what do you got to say about that uh to be completely honest it's like it's 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 almost what to you know what's to be expected from this kind of society they have a very specific agenda they have a very specific thing that they want to push onto people and every tv show is like oh we want to represent you know everyone and by everyone they just mean the people you know that society cares about which is lgbtq <coughs> predominantly i would say because oh, now there's dang. some form of lgbtq in like every single show and sometimes you know multiple representations of it uh but when they represent a muslim it's always a muslim woman who is like oppressed and ends up taking up uh taking her hijab off and i know that said a lot, but it's because that's the truth. That is the cliche. There's even one show where it was like a female like um, police officer or something, mm-hmm. and um, she falls. You guys know those corn, uh, what's it called? Those giant like things at farms with like like seeds or corn in it or something like that. Yeah, I don't think it's corn. I don't know where I'm getting that from, but yeah, where like she fell, she had her hijab on. She fell from the top through to the bottom, and she came out with her hijab off. And then it was supposed to be some amazing moment for, like, the white guys that jumped in, like, you know, stopped the cameras from being able to take pictures of her. I'm like, the whole thing is, like, you're, you're making a show about how people mm-hmm. are stopping people from recording her. And it's like, you're recording her. You're recording that. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, what's the matter with you? Why not just have a woman who wears her hijab, who keeps it on, and there's no issue? <laughs> no, why does every single woman have to take it off or have it fall off in some way mm. or or have if someone takes it off have them get the life kicked out of them because that's what should happen in real life <laughs> but that's not what they want to show let's talk about it bro. let's go right in number one namely the predominant issue that i've noticed is the normalization of co-parenting or dysfunctional households all right let me know if you guys have uh noticed this like Every single show or movie that you watch, you see like a little girl or a little boy and they're spending like, I don't know, the day or today it's like the time to spend at mom's and then tomorrow's at, at dad's. It's almost like you rarely see like a, a functional, complete household now. It's always like split between this co-parenting thing and it's very normalized to the point where like people don't even question anymore. Like they're painting divorce and just this, there's no stigma against divorce, by the way, in, at least in Islam, like Islam, divorce is permissible, but. That's not the point. The point is, statistically, most households, if you look around, they're not incomplete. Most of your friends growing up didn't come from divorced families, but they're portraying it as it's like occurring 95%. That's that's literally the narrative. You know what I mean? So did you guys notice that? Yeah. And on top of that, 
the kid is usually some disrespectful brat, like all the time. Like the 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 parents disagree with them, and the kids like, I hate you, mom. I hate you, dad. It's like, how dare you not let me date this guy that's like eleven years older than me? Mm, okay and and that's like some subtle level of programming too because the kid's gonna watch that yeah. and by the way with with the whole lockdown and everything like that kids aren't really spending time outdoors so kids just gonna see that movie and they're gonna be like oh look at the way that kid's acting with their parents therefore every kid must be acting like that with their parents therefore why am i being polite why am i not cussing why am i being respectful why am i not being noisy and unruly so it kind of goes to show where a lot of these diffusion of responsibility situations are coming from yeah we're a product of our environment we're product of what we see it's like a monkey see monkey see type thing and i remember i'll never forget this right when i went to get my motorcycle license this one dude he was an older man he was probably like in his 40s or 50s and then he looked at me he's like you got presence you got you got something about you and he's like you, you look like a leader i was like oh thanks and he's like but in order to be a great leader you have to be a great follower and i, I didn't understand it in the moment but then like when i thought about it i was like damn like we come into this world and like all we're doing is just observing everything and we're following and that's it's monkey see monkey do so, like, if if someone thinks just for a split second that, like, the TV shows that are going on, the music that's in this industry, uh, our own actions, our parents' actions, friends, teachers, all this stuff, if someone thinks for a second that that doesn't affect us, that, that doesn't affect the kids. Mm. Bro. bro, before we go on with uh, the observations, do you want to go a little bit into that, bro? What do you mean by to become a great leader, you must know how to become a great follower? Well, in order to be a great leader, you first have to be a great follower. Meaning that, like, let's say you want to be a great fighter. In order to be a great fighter, first you have to observe other great fighters. And you have to basically mimic what they're doing. Otherwise, you're just kind of, like, trying to learn everything on your own. When it was already there so mm. it's again it's monkey see monkey do you have to follow and learn before you can lead and teach man that's powerful bro yeah man there's another thing too bro like if i'm being honest there's this normalization of uh adultery fornication cheating it's like i was watching the show subhanallah and literally within the first sec first couple seconds there was like a couple just, uh, you know, obviously doing what they're doing. And for, for the halal police, don't worry, I was lowering my gaze. <laughs> and then literally like two seconds in, it was like, oh, you have to leave. Like my daughter's coming home. You know what I mean? Like, what, like where did the whole thing about a man and his wife being together? Like, where did that go, bro? It's always like this normalizing, this adultery, this cheating. And like kids are watching this and they're growing up seeing it and they're going to think, oh, okay, that's normal, you know? Or if they are considering cheating or something like that, they're going to be like, oh, look, it's so normal. Everyone's doing it because their whole measuring stick of human behavior is turning into Netflix. And the issue is when Netflix becomes the measuring stick of human behavior and Netflix being the, the king of fahisha, what do you think is going to happen, bro? Of course, they're just going to model immorality and just this disgusting behavior that's going on 
Bro, and if you think if you think the comic book stuff is getting bad, like just imagine Netflix. Like we we don't have people kind of like actively speaking out right now, but like imagine what's going on in Netflix right now. That's like it's just over our heads. Like we we're only seeing like the tip of the iceberg, and like the tip of the iceberg is already bad as it is. Hmm. I agree, bro. I agree. Harami, bro, what you got to say? Yeah, subhanAllah, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate. Uh, and if you look at, you know, the TV shows of the past, like go back to the early 2000s or, you know, the 90s or the 80s or even back to like the 70s and, and before that, you, you'll see there's a progression. You'll see there's a time where they wouldn't really show much affection on, you know, on camera. There wouldn't be much man to woman kind of stuff. Maybe hand will mm. do something like that. You know, the basic stuff. And then over time, it progressed, it progressed, it progressed, you know. That guy um, came out with like the the Playboy Mansion, all of that. They they actually had like pornographic movie theaters at a time, you know, specifically mm-hmm. for that. And then it moved on uh, from being in movies to magazines to to just being not exactly on standard TV, but more sexual on standard TV. And then after that, homosexuality on standard TV, and it just kept going and going and going. And now every single show there is that's being produced has to have some kind of, of sexual intimacy, uh, whether it's, it's straight, gay, trans, this, that, the other. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just progressing. And now this is the problem because it, the, the very beginning was an issue with promiscuity and, 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 and this you know, demonstration of intimacy because this is not stuff that people should be watching. Because mm-hmm. Antal said, monkey see, monkey do. <clears throat> and I don't know what came first, the, the societal... Uh, ideology and this not ideology but the societal um practice or the the practice in the tv show right i don't know if society influenced the tv or if tv influences society or if it's you know a back and forth relationship but as one got worse the other got worse as well mm-hmm. there was a huge uptrend in, in and you know women dressing down at the beach for example and people being intimate uh even in public you may not protect us from that and this is a disease man Really, I don't. I don't think mm-hmm. it's either. You said, was it the society that affected the TV, or was it the TV that affected the society? I think it's it's something further than that. I think it's some like this group of people who have uh, a ulterior motive. They have the hidden agenda as to like what they're doing with TV. Because think about it: when TV first came out, all it was was a pastime. It was a it was a way to enjoy yourself with your family or your friends or something. And it was something that you would do like maybe once a week, twice a week or something like that. But other than that, like you were out, you were out either. If you were a kid, you were playing with your friends. There weren't no video games. And I'm talking about way before our time because we're not even young or we're not even old enough to be living in this time that I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But you had kids who were playing outside all the time. And then when they got older, they, they were still just being social going out with people or doing other things besides the TV. The TV was something like, you know what? We don't have anything to do. We have the whole family here. Let's do something all together as a family and let's watch this little program that they got going on. But it's Mm -hmm. like over the years, if you look at how the TV has developed, how it now has way more than like five to 10 channels, that's for sure. And if you look at these channels, primarily the biggest thing are advertisements 
they're pushing mm. out advertisements and all these advertisements work on a subconscious level just like music works on a subconscious level and then if you look at the tv programs like you see today in netflix and all that look at all the subconscious messages that are being pushed out and here's the problem here's where the biggest problem lies is that people who watch tv regularly and i'll say this for myself because when i used to watch tv regularly it was a, a very like unconscious type act it's like it didn't take any effort from me to turn on netflix and just watch a series binge watch a series right like you get so hooked on the plot and like what's going on whether it's anime whether it's some kind of like random tv show or whatever it is you get so hooked on it that it's like you I would say your psychological barriers begin to drop down. And once your psychological barriers drop down, you are now open to receive whatever messages are being transmitted through the uh, show in and of itself. It's like music. When you listen to music long enough, you get to a point where you submit to the music. And then it's like whatever message that music is, is throwing at you, you're taking that in 100%. Mm. Yeah, I just want to say, guys, we we got uh seventy five viewers and only forty eight likes. Come on, what is up with that? Please like the video; it really helps push the algorithm. But uh, I hear what you're saying, bro. And it's like, subhanallah, I want to add something. Like back then, there were only a finite, limited amount of channels too. There weren't sixty, seventy channels with you know late night things that kids can watch, and there was none of that, bro. There was literally like two or three channels, and you were probably watching when there were other people in the house. There was no internet. The good old days, bro. Bro, and like the best days was Saturdays for me. I used to wake up Saturday morning. I forgot what channel it was. But like they used to throw on all the shows like um, Yu-Gi-Oh! And all this stuff, bro. I don't know. But now it's changed. Now it's like it's always there. It's you, weird, guys, you guys watch Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid? Oh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. I used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon, uh, a whole bunch, bro. Samurai Jack. Y'all remember Samurai Jack? Yeah. No, what was that? Yeah, yeah bro. That one was legit. <laughs> Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, I remember that. Sailor Moon. Dragon Ball Z. Yo, y'all remember that weird... Uh... I think it was bi or trans. It was in uh, Powerpuff Girls, bro. It was like that lobster-looking thing. Yeah. That was yeah. weird, bro. Even as a kid, I knew something was up with that. Boy, jo, jo, jo. And then, bro, today, like, that's like every character, you know? What are you going to do? Yeah. Not a lot. Not a lot. Sure. Yeah. And, um, again, I know I say this a lot, but I really want to push this point that everything that we're seeing in life is just a product of the the basic foundation of our you know, society, which is capitalism, secularism, liberalism. Mm. You have, we have a society of people who are taught, uh, they want, it's, it's, it's almost instinctive because you know, they're desires for us. We want to do these things. But on top of that, we have society that's teaching us to just let them go. They're not teaching us to restrain ourselves. Right? Allah didn't just give us our, our nafs and our desires. Allah gave us our aql our intelligence and then knowledge and, and wisdom to be able to be like, yeah, but I probably shouldn't because I know it's probably not good for me in the long run. Right. That's why there's, you know, so many people who <clears throat> um, post themselves online 
that instant gratification. That's why there's so many men that just watch women online because that instant mm. gratification. And that's why they put these things in these shows because they know that this is the state of the people and they want to give the people what they want, but they don't understand that they're feeding into this very destructive disease. It is a cancer that's overtaking society. And uh, this is why we have more rapists because men are just disgusting nowadays because they're all perverted because of what they watch. They like to watch, you know, very, very demeaning things to women. And that's what society is pushed. That's why we have many perverted men. Um, <clears throat> Also, why we have a lot of like, you know, forgive me for using the term, but, you know, cuckolds nowadays as well. A lot of people who lack khira and, and mm. so on and so forth. And this is a disease. Yeah. No, that's nice. It's yeah, all... We're going to come out with merch soon with uh, don't be that youth t-shirts. What does that youth mean? <laughs> that youth is a, is a man who is not ghayub, meaning he lacks khira. Hmm. So. So, you know, all right, what, all I was right. gonna, what I was going to say, Rami. Assalamu alaikum. I mean, wa alaikum assalam. So is Lewis Ham place or? I think that's him. That's his name. Yeah. Nah, really? Yeah. yeah, like Lewis Ham in the building, like Ankhead in the building, Fire okay. in the building. Well, Rami, what I was going to say for you, bro, what you just said, I think the most important part that people need to start doing is just spending less time, um, whether that be watching TV, whether that be on social media or just on electronics in general, because it, it'll develop more awareness. And then it's like, now when you do go onto social media, now when you do go and watch that, that TV show or that uh, anime series that you want to watch, it's like, now you have awareness and you can actually kind of break down and see what's going on. I knew it. Oh, true, true. Yeah. It's but you can kind of see, you can go, you can see what's going on behind the scenes, you know? It's kind of like uh, when we used to watch Disney movies. I don't know if y'all watched Disney movies in the past, but when I was a kid and I watched Disney movies, it's like it was one thing, but then once I started becoming aware of like all these different ideologies and these different like uh, isms and, and just things that are being pushed and then I watched Disney movies again I was like I didn't see that before mm -hmm. it's also the only reason why all of us now are psychologically way different from before when people didn't have as many mental obstacles as it is so common now so, um, yeah, that okay. is facts yeah, that is very true very true. Yeah. So, uh, society is, is suffering from depression, anxiety, mental illness. Mm -hmm. Immense amount. It's very mm -hmm. true. Let's talk about this test. Have you guys seen the movie Jamie on Netflix, A Gay Boy Kisses a Muslim Girl? Okay, let's talk about that. So, the portrayal and the, I want to say, dehumanization and degradation of Muslim. Uh, men and women, particularly sisters, this is something I've been noticing on Netflix, and uh, particularly the film industry as a whole. Uh, you have a woman, and the the said narrative goes as follows: she's a, she's oppressed. She comes from a family that is culturally oppressive and abusive towards women, right? Uh, Un-Islamic completely, because I don't know where this issue came from, where this ideology came from that women are to be less valued than men, uh, just because they're women, 
I don't know. I honestly don't know. It, it, I can't fathom like where this even came from. This is not from Islam, because if you think about it, Islam literally Islam came is. as an antidote to stop this uh, cultural, I guess, dissociation between men and women in value. So, okay, Taib, they, they have this family, just like there's non-Muslim kuffar families putting uh, men over women. So I don't know why they're equating this to Islam, but cool. It's always some uh, culturally either, uh, you know, Pakistani or African uh, family from what I've noticed. Uh, the, the woman is just like, she's shunned, she's oppressed, and she needs to be liberated. Furthermore, it's never going to be in a Muslim country. It's always going to be like this Muslim woman is going to be in uh, a non-Muslim land, a Kufar land. And she's surrounded by uh, men and women that are drinking, uh, committing zina, and, and they're free, quote-unquote. And she gets a taste of this. This is usually how the plot goes, right? Because shaitan's not going to just, you know, let uh, the kuffar do the things and, uh, you know, keep the Muslims pious. You know? So then she's like, she goes home, she wants to partake in this, and there's now this barrier, right? And the way they portray this barrier is it's very subtle. They usually portray the barrier, uh, I guess, directly or overtly, uh, explicitly as the family, you get what I mean? It's like the family is getting in the way from this girl, uh, from spreading her wings and being liberated, whatever that entails. You guys know what I mean. Uh, the subtle, implicit, underlying, covert message, though, is that the barrier is Islam. But they're not going to just put that right out there because that's too much. It's like it's way too obvious now. You know what I mean? Um, so essentially what they're saying is Islam is preventing this girl from being free. Therefore, we need to come liberate this oppressed woman. So essentially, then the woman goes on her own self, I guess, expressing journey of spreading her wings and flying and doing all this. And she finally gets to be free. Now, the take home message from that is we, the West, we were right all along. Y'all, the, the Muslims, y'all were backwards and twisted and barbaric. So this is how it should be. And a person walking away from this TV show or movie, they're not going to have a good taste in the mouth about Islam. What do they do? They put movies like Cuties. A, a movie to normalize uh, pedophilia. I hate to say it, but it is what it is. Uh, little girls shaking their rears on camera and wearing little skimpy outfits. And enough is enough. This has gone too far. And what do you know? As soon as I hear that plot, wallahi, I didn't know it's a Muslim family. But I guessed it. And as soon as it came out, it was a Muslim family. You got another movie with a, a hijabi. Ali Dawa made a video about this. This is this is outrageous. You got a hijabi breaking her fast with a shot of alcohol. And to top it off, right before it, Bismillah drinks it. I was watching a, uh, a TV show called Midnight Mass. And there's a, there's a sheriff, uh, Sheriff Hassan, the only Muslim guy. Of course, Google it. The actor is Hindu. He's not even Muslim. When he's praying, he's not even, you know, sitting properly. <laughs> so it's just like the representation of, of real Islam is completely lacking, of course. But the misrepresentation of Islam, it's just everywhere, bro. Yeah. SubhanAllah. You know, it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, like they're trying to portray Islam as a barrier because Islam is the barrier. And the... Netflix is one of the most powerful weapons used to fight Islamic values in Islam. It should be boycotted by Muslims at all costs, 100%. 100%. And that's just, that's just one, one of the things. That's just one of yeah, the problems. Yeah, yeah. Because, as I was saying, most of me, 
a plugin getting brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. And that actually ties into what I'm about to say about Netflix and everything. The barrier is Islam. And the problem is not them showing that Islam is a barrier. That's actually what we want. We want people to know Islam is the barrier to, to immorality. But the point is that they have to stress that on the other side of that barrier is immorality and not freedom. It's not freedom liberation. You think it is. When you're on the other side, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be anxious. You're going to want to kill yourself eventually. You're going to hate the way you look. You're going to hate the way you feel. You're going to hate who you are. And you're going to want things that are completely unachievable. And you're going to end up hating your life. You're going to end up wanting to kill yourself. That's what's on the mm. other side. On the side of Islam is, 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 is beauty and contentment with remembrance of Allah. It's the, the knowledge of Jannah. Being able to go to Jannah, being protected from the fire of hell. It's protection from immorality. It's protection from basically from yourself, harming yourself. Because they even know how to protect yourself, subhanAllah. I've noticed that with shows that include, Islam, uh, include Muslim women, there's always either a gay, trans character included. Like they want to appear that they are okay with Muslims when really they are not. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, and just to top it all off, I. This is how they act subtly. Uh, th- this is how they work. They they try to influence us through freedom, because every human has this innate feeling of wanting to be free, because that's that's how Allah created us with free will, right? With free will. So freedom is a part of free will, because we have the choice now to make whatever decision. We're going to make and we have to reap whatever consequence is of the decision that we make. Now, because they've realized this, ah, each human reacts to freedom, right? They say, okay, well, we don't have to tell them, hey, no, no, we're not, don't do this. We're just going to suddenly slide it in there where we plant this seed and then the seed begins to grow in their head and then they start thinking to themselves, ah, Islam is not present is, is not preventing or Islam is preventing me from being free. Uh, so-and-so is preventing me from being free. Uh, my parents, they're preventing me from being free. Right? Like, they, they put all this stuff in there subtly to where after a while, like if the person is not aware, they're going to basically adopt those thoughts that were implanted there. And then they're going to take it as their own. And then they're going to start rebelling and doing all this stuff. When it's like, yo, it's, it was all fake to begin with. Mm. Like, you're most free when you're with Allah, when you're with the Creator, when you're in Islam. And yeah, I'm just, I'm going to leave it there, bro. I'm going to leave facts, it there. Man. That's facts. 100%. I was getting fired up. That comment that said, get the likes up, guys. What are you doing? We got over 100 viewers, mashallah. It's been under half an hour. Please get the likes up. It helps promote the video. All right. Yeah. What was that these. comment? Uh, oh, the one when Anha was uh, going off? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. T3M, do your brothers believe reformists have a massive pl- part to play alongside these disgusting Netflix Hollywood movie series? Yeah, 100%. Um, these reformists like I and Hirsi Ali, like, their whole narrative is we escaped and now, look, this is, this is what needs to be done to uh, make Islam more appropriate for society, but not freaking question why society is so degenerate and should be used uh, by the standard of the measuring stick of Islam. Yeah. Like they're asking the wrong questions, bro, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. 
Brother Anahan is right. They use our desires against us to doubt anything that restricts this desire. The assumption is that desire is the only principle that is valuable. Facts. Yeah. yeah. That, that is literally one of the, the principles of, of, of capitalism, that people should Facts. go for what makes them feel good. Facts. Um, Why do you think there's a collective push to be so progressive by every media outlet? Okay. Uh, very good question. Test. So my understanding of it, um, my limited understanding of it, uh, my finite understanding of it as uh, just another human being, bro, because there is, again, I can't claim to know the, the end all be all truth of how the system is working. But what I believe it is, is there's a tremendous push, I believe, to divide and conquer. This unity, the Islam was sent for everyone islam wasn't sent for uh you to be have uh, achieving salvation if you're ethnocentric region centric nothing like that islam was for everyone islam was truly meant to uni unify the the ummah the human race now society the dajjalic system all it's trying to do is it's trying to divide and conquer you got the lgbt even in there you got the spectrum you got liberal conservative bro that's all part of the same thing man when are you guys gonna open your eyes there's no like us versus them they got yes to vaxxed and then you got anti-vaxxed or you got yes to mask anti-mask like everything has just us and them and when you keep creating these divisions in society what you're going to end up with is just people that go with status quo and people that go against status quo and this has to do with hardwired biological mechanisms in us we used to be part of tribes believe it or not and when somebody believe it or not doesn't fit the good or best interest of the tribe they get kicked out of the tribe and we have this innate subconscious mechanism in us that we do not want to get kicked out of the tribe because that breeds uncertainty that breeds danger and when that comes we're going to do everything we can to stay a part of this tribe meaning as in stay plugged into the matrix stay a part of status quo stuff like that we got a question for anha very recurring question but uh i'm pinning on the less <laughs> I try to stand all day if I can. It's actually best for us to stand all day. We, Allah created our bodies for movement, not to be sitting down. And it's they actually have studies on this, where mm -hmm. when you sit down for X amount of time, uh, number one, your blood flow begins to become less and less. And with less blood flow means your body is burning less calories, so your metabolism slows down. And then if you have less blood flow, you're more prone to have more inflammation, which, you know, what inflammation does in the body. So mm -hmm. it's best. I, I sit down, I like to eat and stuff, and maybe like towards the end of the night to chill out. Um, but standing up, I like standing up. It's good. Interesting, uh, interesting name. Uh, what is the topic of today's talk? It's, uh, it's in the title, Akhi. Hamza Khan, uh, before I read this, guys, if you guys are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, what are you doing? Get on YouTube, watch these, because uh, part of the experience of the T3M journey is uh, visual, so you guys are missing out on that. Your thoughts on countering this liberal narrative by using media, movies, series? Okay. Any of you have an answer to that? I think uh, it's possible. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think it's possible, but people have to be very careful because in Islam, the means or the ends does not justify the means, right? We, we, we talked recently about how when someone does something 
the wrong way with the right intention, they get a sin. And when they do something the right way with the wrong intention, they get a sin. Right? You need a good you need good action and good intention. So if you're putting like music in the movies or you're showing people's aura in the movies or you're showing anything that's just you know haram that shouldn't be there by you know scholarly opinion, not my own, but by scholarly opinion, then you know you very well may be sinful. Uh, that, that's something we should avoid. And nowadays movies and TV shows they, they all have a form of that. So people might find it difficult to watch a show that doesn't have certain things like music. So then it's going to encourage you to put music. But then what are you doing? You know, you're falling with the haram. So it's possible. I think it's a good idea. You just have to be careful with how you go about it. In my Guys, in every single stream, I have to address these two points. One, y'all got to stop asking the same joke. <laughs> and number two, about this, man. Like, come on. We can't be talking about this right now. Inshallah, soon. Yeah, I'm on my right. USC seems like a completely different world, bro. Yeah. <laughs> where you come from with that? Like where you live? Yeah, where you live, Omar? Because I know USC is different. Because I've seen like South America and like how their culture is and everything's over there. But for the most part, like we have things that are subtly being pushed in every culture and every country in this world so it, america is not that different if you think about it mm-hmm. hmm. i actually never watched it to be honest okay let me give you a rapid fire question to both of you what is the most cringiest misrepresentation of muslims or just i guess just degeneracy you've seen in uh anything in your life or lately let me know both of you so many to pick from. So many to pick from, I know. I'll go first. There was a, there was a movie called Candyman. Have you heard about it? It's a new horror movie. Uh, TLDR, there were two couples. All right? Two couples in the movie. Two main couples. First couple, heterosexual, heteronormative, but a man completely in his feminine frame, seen as... Uh, just uh, an, a simp, completely lost, like he's uh, a child that never got love from his mom. And the wife, who is very dominant and assertive and definitely leading in the interaction, which is weird. So that was one couple out of the two. And the other one was a gay couple. I thought you were going to say there was something like a Muslim couple or something. No, nah, like literally, bro, the... the the sub-communicated programming from that is literally one in two couples are gay. I know like people won't see that, but that's literally what it is. Uh, and, and then the other one's basically simp. And the other one is basically role reversed, whatever it is. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean it's true, bro. Like if, if you talk to most dudes that are um I guess I, I would say blue pill, but we could take that term out of here and we could just say they are um, they're, they're still running off like uh, old programming. They're not. Mm-hmm. They haven't like woken up yet. And when they talk about their wives, it's like you ask them, like, "Yo, like, let's go get something to eat, or oh, let's go work out, let's go train." Like, ah, oh, let me make sure with the missus first. Let me, yeah, let, uh, me let me ask the missus. It's like, ah, you know what? If the wife is happy, then I'm happy. Uh, it's like, come on, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah what are you doing? Yes, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like the thing with the kid that I mentioned before, where the kids see the kids act up on TV, 
and then the kids in real life act up in real life because of what they see on TV. It's kind of like it's pushing this narrative that the woman is in charge, as Fired was saying. And now all the women are going to you know, want to be in charge. But there is a level of that where it's like they have to assume a role of authority because the men aren't. You know what I mean? Like it's a two-way street. Uh, there are women that weren't really raised with a proper father. So their mom was in charge, right? Or they didn't have a father. So, and then eventually they had to, you know, try and be the authority. So it is a two-way street. But my example would be, now I used to watch Prison Break, right? I used to love that show. The, then they made a fifth season, right? Completely ruined it for me. Because they went to some Arabic country and there's all this terrorism, blah, 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 garbage. And you know how they're going to portray that. And the worst part about it is there was a hijabi that ended up like kissing one of the guys. And it's like, if that was, bro, if that was a Muslim, her family would like slaughter you in the streets. Like, they'd like kill you, bro. Like, it's messed up, man. Who would ask, why do you guys think is the best? Okay, maybe you mean, what do you guys think is the best step forward for young Muslim men to protect his deen? Man, uh, knowledge, ilm, understanding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seeking awareness. Hmm? I'd say awareness. awareness. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would put that with with because it's like knowledge of the reality. You know what I mean? What's going on? Yeah. Did you guys interview Hamza? Okay, cool. Quick. Uh, okay, thinker. Jazakallah for asking that. So, the thinker, right now. bro. The huh? thinker. What'd you say? His name is the thinker, not, not thinker, the thinker. Bro. You, it's the thinker. You said, thanks, thinker. <laughs> Alright, yo, thinker, listen up, bro. Uh, pertaining to the question about Hamza, I want to address one thing right now. Um, Anhel made a point about uh, a minute ago about saying that that couple was like, that man is operating it. Like, he's thinking blue pill. Like, this whole term, guys, when we use blue pill or red pill, we are speaking objectively about being woke versus not woke we're not talking about the movement when we're talking about blue pill it's like you're literally programmed the way society wants you to be as a man that's all we're saying and this leads me to hamza so hamza he has a self-improvement channel mashallah uh very he's he was born muslim but it's it's a very like male-oriented channel I'm sure he has viewers that are women, but it's like a, it's kind of like a self-improvement channel, a uh, little bit of red pill stuff. And recently he's uh, been in contact with us. He watches our podcast and he realizes that there's more to life and he's very interested in Islam. So what we're doing is at worst, it's going to be one episode. At best, it might be like a mini series. And we are basically going to be documenting his journey to Islam. And inshallah, make dua that he gets guided to it. And uh, he has a lot of questions. So we're going to be filming, inshallah, Tuesday. Expect that it's out uh, sometime within a week after that. Inshallah. We got that. We got Faraz Zahabi coming up. Guys, I'm giving away everything right now. Come on now. We got Faraz Zahabi. We got Dawood Kim. He messaged me this morning. Uh, it's just a matter of booking him in now. We got... Uh, I wrote some other people down, inshallah, but good stuff coming up. However, every single Friday, inshallah, you will see us uh, in the morning, just us three, usual weekly episodes nonetheless. Do you mean Hamza Ahmed? Yeah, Hondo.
No, no, bro, that's for you. Mashallah. You use Beardle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly, bro. Uh, the best Beardle, in my opinion, is uh, Jojoba. I think it's called Jojoba. It's only one ingredient. Super cheap. You can get, like, a, a huge bottle that'll last you for, like, six months. Maybe even a year if you use a little bit at a time. And, bro, it's, I've found it to be the best stuff. Because, like, not only can you put it on your beard, but you can put it on your skin. It's the one oil that I want to say is almost identical to the, uh, I think it's called sebum. Or just the oil that our skin produces. So it's not going to make your skin more oily. Nor is it going to uh, dry your skin out. It's basically just going to like keep it just right and then allow your hair to be at the natural softness that it mm. should be. Hamza Khan asks, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam alaikum. May Allah bless your efforts. We got to make a link up event in Toronto ASAP. Inshallah, <laughs> man. Inshallah. Don't know how long I was going to get there, but inshallah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, he was. He was. Okay, SP Rides is definitely going to watch for us. It's a hobby. Joe Rogan's never been the same after Frost went into his podcast. Probably. Yeah. You can tell, man, the man was shook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to have some philosophical questions for the man, bro, because y'all saw all I have is like training related questions. Yeah. But then again, like maybe that might be good. Because, like, y'all will have the physical or the uh, psycho, uh, the philosophical. philosophical, and I'll have the uh, training questions. Because I'm sure y'all didn't really have much training questions. Yeah, I didn't. The balance is so cool, bro. Find the peace, man. Uh, Fire is always one. Lead Rami is the one who brings the uh, game. But I was the YouTube sensation bringing some chill vibes. That's that's one way to look at it, bro. Definitely, bro. Food asks, okay, let's keep it real. If someone is gay or bi and he wanna fix himself, what can he do? Just come closer to Allah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Allah will heal you. Allah will allow you to get past these uh perceived issues that you have inside your mind. Okay. Uh, This kind of relates to Netflix and Hollywood, but uh, how to solve a pee addiction. Okay. All right, let's talk about this. So the first thing I want to say is Netflix and Hollywood, I believe, is a precursor to why men have a pee addiction today watching p uh those of y'all on apple Podcasts or spotify once again what are you doing bro get on youtube because you're probably like what is a p addiction you know what a p addiction is men and women definitely i don't want anyone to think it's just a male issue today but predominantly men right because women are <laughs> they'd rather read romance novels than watch uh stuck for a yo lot. you you'd be you'd be surprised a lot of women nowadays are actually watching I would be surprised, bro, but I said they read romance novels too. Men don't really read romance novels unless they're not in their frame. Uh, How to solve that? Okay. So anyway, my point was Netflix and Hollywood, to keep a long story short, to cut a long story short, they basically are overexposing and objectifying women 
kind of contrary to feminism, which they don't want to be objectified, but cool. Walking, talking contradiction. You go outside, women are objectifying themselves. You look at ads and uh, billboards, they're objectifying themselves. And it basically desensitizes your response to women. What happens when it desensitizes your response to a woman? Your wife's no longer going to do it for you. Your wife at home, who's a regular human being, without editing and all this extra abnormal makeup and all that, and post-production and all this, if you guys really know what goes into it, subhanAllah, she's not going to do it for you anymore. So now, you need to go and find the next dopamine hit, the next genre. This is, this is what Mahdi said. Facts. Mm-hmm. This is literally it, bro. This is, this is why uh, lowering your gaze literally does make you masculine. Yeah. Because it cuts off this overstimulation and desensitization. It forces you to be okay with less. It's kind of like a dopamine detox for your sexual health. Yeah, I think I think Brother Gabriel spoke about this as well. Um, Rami, do you have anything to add before I go in? No, man, go for it. All right, so, yeah, go back, bro. Go back. Let me try to find to the question. Oh, we basically asked, why is P addiction here today? I don't think I can find him, bro. Too many comments. All right. So, um, basically, getting past the porn addiction is a very long process. And it's going to look different for each person. Um, but the first thing is realizing that the society you live in is actually trying to pull you into the addiction. Uh, everything around you is trying to pull you into the addiction. And um, it might not be direct. Sometimes it will be, but for the most part, it's subtle. It might be like, oh, a car uh, advertisement, and they have the woman on there. And it's like, well, now they're affecting your nafs. They're affecting your sexual desires, or you are probably more prone to actually purchase this car or go to the dealership or whatever it is. Think about it. Think about the advertisement because the girl was in there. So number one is realizing that the society, everything around you is pretty much set up for you to fail. So that means that you have to really set yourself apart from that and spend less time in social media, in YouTube, in Netflix, and and all this stuff. But then when you go out into public, like Fayed said, in regards to what Mahdi said, is you lower your gaze. Now, obviously, Mehdi got that from the Quran. Like, Allah told us to lower our gaze for a very clear reason. All right, now, you start lowering your gaze. Beautiful. You start spending less time on uh, social media and all this stuff. Beautiful. That's one step of the equation. Now, the next step is the fact that you're going to have desires. You're going to have wants to actually either go and watch this filth or... Mm-hmm to just release, right? Because you, you feel like you need to release and stuff like that. And that's where you need to change your lifestyle. See, you can't take something out and then have everything remain the same because what ends up happening is you're going to uh, inevitably fall back into the same cycle that you were in before. So let's say that uh, your routine is that you come home from work, you eat, you're watching YouTube videos, then you're chilling on your bed. And then from the YouTube videos in the past, you would have gone and started watching that filth. 
And then from there, maybe you would have watched a little bit more videos, maybe you would have played video games or something like that, and then you would have gone to sleep. If you take away the pornography, you take away watching this, but you continue the same routine while you are in bed watching the YouTube videos, you don't think that we are creatures of behavior? You don't think that this pattern is going to try to come back here? And obviously, like, there's going to be something missing. And your body, something inside of you is going to feel like, no, 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 something's not right here. Something's not right. So inevitably, you will end up watching this stuff again. So that's where you have to change your routine. So instead of coming home and eating and then getting on YouTube, why don't you come home and then go for a walk? And then you eat. Mm-hmm. And then after you eat, instead of getting on YouTube, start reading. And then after you're done reading, then go outside maybe for a nice little tiny walk or maybe just go and meditate outside. Now, obviously, you're hitting your prayers and all this stuff. Alhamdulillah, which you should be. Um, but you add in like this extra stuff and you change up the routine. Now that you change up the routine, well, there's no previous behavior that we were following. So now we have a new behavior that we are implementing. Therefore, uh, it's more likely that you will stay with this new routine. If you keep up with this new routine, that will allow you, yeah, that will allow you to take care of the um, the urges and the cravings that start coming your way. And um, ultimately, at the very end, now again, like I said, this is gonna look different for everyone. But like the last thing that I would implement here is having a specific reason why you are cutting it all off, why you are quitting this. Because if you don't, then it's only a matter of time before the urges become overwhelming. And you succumb and fall to the urges. And that's facts. Allahumma barak. Double BS, bro. Read, any, read my comment above. Guys, so we have the comment set to like, if, you, if you're if you a member, if you're a YouTube member, I put the link there, I pinned it. I get to see your comments like above everything else. And then I can like address them. You're guaranteed going to have it addressed. Because there's way too many comments from like, you know, aside from that. So Asa says, Satan never forces you into sin. You'll manipulate and draw you to it, but it's on you to make. That's facts, bro. Um, attest to this is uh, any of those times anyone has a pee addiction and uh, you you feel like you're going to fall into that. And a part of you is like, I don't want to continue. But then you might end up doing it anyway. Or you might not continue. But that little brink, that's, that's, that's free will, guys. That's free will, whether we want to admit it or not. Yeah, and people will always start off like, with strong motivation, strong passion to quit. But then it's like once uh, one thing gets difficult, when things get hard, that's when it sets aside the men from the boys. Because it, it shows you like, okay, how badly do you want to quit? Now that it's like, you know, you have the urges and it's all you can think about and you feel like it's just completely controlling you. Like, how bad do you want to quit now? Do you want to quit it so bad that you're willing to go through this urge? Even even if you were dying, even if like you were on your knees, like crying, bleeding out and everything, like would you still want to quit then? Or would you succumb at that point? That's, See, good, that, bro. that's the mentality you gotta have. Like it's if you wanna quit, then you gotta be all in till the day you die. I wanna give a quick shout out to Abdul. He is the king of this stream. Uh, became a YouTube member today. We got another YouTube member today. Uh, someone asks, maybe someone asked this before. Uh, I don't know if you're talking about yourself there. 
but will you ever bring fans out on the live like 10 fans per stream three minutes each something like that fans okay i don't like this whole thing about fans uh <laughs> like it, it gives this notion that we are above y'all and i don't yeah. like personally i can't speak on behalf of the brothers at all there's we're three muslims not one guys come on but me personally i like this notion that i'm a muslim i'm a human being you guys are human beings too and i like to keep that in mind like okay so basically if you guys see my website here i'm doing uh chats so you can you know before you get on the program you can do all you can book a free 30 minute chat yesterday i had a free 30 minute chat with uh you know a client from uh he's from sharjah in the emirates and he came and we talked for a good like 30 minutes at the end of it he said bro i thought you know this was going to be weird and i'm going to feel like a fan and i'm going to tell you all this and you're going to act like you know holier than thou but it was it was very normal it was very natural subhanallah and i just really felt like this it was just a brother talking to a brother and i was like yo that's how it should be bro wallah like there's too many people that that like they let things get to their head and may allah protect us from that i mean yeah i mean that's that's what I do with my coaching as well, bro. It's, but nonetheless, uh, bro. You keep it, you keep it real, man, because we ain't nothing special. We just got trying to. to do our part, and uh, that'll that'll be like a shameless plug for both of us, huh? There you go. Uh, you know how someone asked this question? They're they're a YouTube members, so we gotta answer it. What do you guys think? You guys think we should do that? Yeah, I think that'd be dope. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. All right, next member question. I will ask, do you guys believe abstaining from movies and TV shows is realistic in this day and age? 100%. It's, there's two things, right? So I've already lived a lifestyle where I completely stripped away all forms of entertainment. And then I've lived a lifestyle where all I had was entertainment. And I found that, you know what? Like, you can do either. But if you're going to have the entertainment, then there needs to be a place for it and there needs to be awareness when you're watching the entertainment because you don't want to just watch some... You don't want to just watch anything. Right? You don't just want to consume anything. So you got to be very mindful of what you are consuming if you're going to watch a movie, if you're going to watch a TV show. Um, but even if you didn't, like, life is amazing without this stuff. I agree, bro. Couldn't have said it better. Um moderation modesty that's that's something that dean teaches us what is modesty modesty is the tendency to be moderate and to come across as moderate in how you appear to others it's a very important skill because it's easy to want to flaunt modesty is difficult next you remember abdul assalamu alaikum brothers walaikum salam love your channel and jazakallah khair man why yak all good from allah may allah accept it from us question about productivity how you guys organize your schedule and stay productive well king of productivity going that's you rami rami come on man wait what uh well i mean <laughs> i was waiting for on here we go man <laughs> no nah, bro you are the king of intimacy that's the king, king of productivity, productivity. y'all thought he was the king of intimacy meaning the king of re-productivity but no nah. <laughs> For productivity, um, man, I'm just gonna you know give the advice that these brothers gave to me, which I don't know why they're dubbing me king, but uh, I would say start with making a list of things you want to accomplish, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because the brother knows what's up, make a list, even if it's just you know three things, and uh, make sure you accomplish those three things. Also, you need a clear goal in mind, right? 
So productivity means that you're, you're, you know, you're working towards something, you're achieving some kind of goal, you're being productive, you're producing good works, basically. Uh, so, you know, me sitting watching Squid Game 11 times in a row, which I didn't, but just an uh-huh. example. Wallah uh-huh. al-Din, bro. <laughs> just an Dude, example. Did you watch Squid Game or no? I saw the first episode of my pops, and it, it looked like, it looked entertaining, but it didn't really, like, it wasn't much. It was a wild show, bro. It was very entertaining, but subhanAllah, like, just the underlying message is just, you walk away with a reduction in your value that you attribute to a human's life. Mm. And this is something that I took away. Yes, I took away that you can be at the top, but it basically showed you that to get to the top, you must leave everyone else behind. Mm. I know it's a TV show, guys, but subhanAllah, if you don't see the propaganda, may Allah like, yeah, protect yeah. you from that. I mean, I need to finish my, my example. Go for it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, finish yeah, it, bro. Yeah, but me sitting and watching a show all of times is not... Um, not productive, right? You have to be working towards something. You have to have a, a goal that you can always go back to, right? So if, you, if you're working or if you're studying and you don't want to do it, but you have to remember why you're doing it. You have to remember the goal. And that knowledge of why, it will carry you very far, inshallah. And also remember, Ihsan, you know, a Muslim is supposed to strive for perfection in, in everything that he does or that she does. Uh, I would only add that in order to be really productive, just start. Mm-hmm. Like don't think about it. Just whatever you do. Like once you have that list, write it the day before, and um, wake up and just go. Just yeah. do like do your little routine, whatever you do, and then just start. I like, don't yeah. think, just start. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, we also have this idea of yaqeen in Islam, certainty. And uh, my sheikh he told me there was a study done on people who had like 100% conviction that they will do something versus people with 99 percent so there's that so you know when you you guys are like you know oh inshallah i'll do this or, you know yeah probably i'll get to it you never mm-hmm. end up getting to it it's because mm-hmm. that one percent uncertainty a little bit it basically becomes 100 percent in the end right but if you're like 100 percent, i'm going to do it then like khalas is getting done so mm-hmm. khair, man. that was a really well, why does your voice sound so deep all of a sudden i uh just woke up not so long ago man so i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> In good book on productivity. Listen, oh, bro, dude, here's when we shameless our episode we did on productivity and self improvement hacks. Check that out. Um, but aside from that, you guys have any books? I would say, when it comes to these things, like it, it, it's mostly experience, like going through it, and then the little things that people might say here and there. But to spend so much of your time reading these books, it, it's kind of like mental masturbation. Like it, it, you already know the answer. You're just trying to read it to get something more, to get something extra. When it's like it's not that it's not that complicated. Yeah. It's very simple. Just make a list. You know what you gotta do. Just go and do it. That's it. Very simple. And if you're gonna read, like read better stuff. You know, like read the hadith, read the Quran, read uh different I don't know, just different things. You you could spend your time better, you know, reading things that are better than Mm. how to be more productive Harami what would you say to this question and p- please read it out loud bro for the the people that are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify yeah, and right, on right. with us right, program trauma Disney film have trauma they transmit to kids think about Mufasa dying in Lion King 
dependence on a jinn for worldly pose- uh, pleasures, etc. Disney is insidious. I've heard a lot about Disney. Like they low-key kind of put like images of like, you know, like a, a penis or something like in the body of Minnie Mouse or something like that in, in the writing of the words and all that stuff. And um, you know what? I, I would honestly fully believe it. I would honestly believe it. And I don't, I don't know, it. to be honest, I'm not well-versed on this. I'm not going to say about program trauma or anything like that, but I think it is very likely. It's very possible. Because when a kid, you know, sees something like that, you know, it might be traumatizing for some people. I never felt that way about anything, watching mm. cartoons or something die. But uh, I, I can understand how that would. Y'all notice after I Disney think... bought Marvel, Marvel's just been degenerate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, I got. I actually got something to add to that. All right, Go so for it, bro. Think of it like this, right? You watch this kid, this uh, show as a kid, and they, there's this plot going on, and there's uh, this problem, right? This trauma that's occurring, whatever it is, like there's some kind of problem that the main character has to go through, right? And um, for some reason, as a kid, you start seeing this, and then it, you get kind of consumed with this idea that, like, okay, you have to, you have to go through this trauma. And actually, I take, I take everything. Disregard what I just said. Cause I think I just like answered something in my head where I was like, yo, okay, never mind. <laughs> so disregard that. Hey, bro. Turkish selfie yes. Aladdin is a classic example attacking the hand cutting within the movie. Princess Jasmine showing her aura while wearing hijab. <sighs> what is new about that, man? Yeah, Will you guys come to the UK? Yes, inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. I do believe, at least for me and Anhel, from the limited uh, conversation that I've been having, at least with him lately, maybe Rami can agree with this. Uh, Omra is uh, high on the priority list. I will say that. I won't say that it's above our travels in terms of chronological order, but Omra's up there. So it's just getting out this whole uh, pandemic situation. You guys want to end the live stream? Yeah, we'll end it in uh, 10 minutes. Oh, not the live stream, but the live EP. It basically turns into the live stream now. Yeah. Yo, guys. I mean, we still got the message across. Uh, that's a question we've never been asked before. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mm. The leader of the Muslims. The leader, bro. You had a lot of amazing leaders after that, but come on, you're never going to have anyone that can compare to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ismail, did y'all go to Jummah yet? Nah, bro. Jummah is in uh, three hours for me. Yep. It's in... Almost. About two hours for me. Oof. This is tough, bro. This is tough. I agree 100%. Ace says, I hear you on hell. I listened to, uh, I listened to a lot of Tupac back in the day, and I completely embraced thinking I needed to endure and live a thug life. Not a righteous one. It's not just Pac, but there's there's the whole hip hop industry yeah, too. Like, yeah. it, listen, it shows that we are a product of our environment. Like, and your environment doesn't just have to be the people that you hang out with. 
It could be the music that you're listening to all the time. It could be the movies that you're watching. That is your environment because, again, like you got to think about it. What are we? What are we? We are the Ruch. We are the spirit inside this body, which is like a, a vessel that's allowing us to uh, be in this dunya, experience this dunya, but this vessel will inevitably come to its end and our ruh will go on to the day of judgment in front of our creator, right? So if we are the spirit, we are always observing. We're always observing everything. Right now, even though I'm speaking, I'm still observing at the same time. You guys are listening. You guys are observing, right? So if you are spending time outside with friends or at school or in some mall or something like that, you are observing everything, right? And... If you are listening to music or watching a TV show, it is no different. You are still observing said thing. So it goes to show that we are a product of our environment. And um, a lot of people, you know, on a side note, ask me why I have mannerisms like an African-American. Why do I speak like an African-American? It's because I grew up around African-Americans. So that was my environment. I'm a product of my environment. It would be no different if I grew up around... A uh, a group of very traditional or gays or traditional white people, uh, Caucasians, you know, the very proper Caucasian people, nothing against them. But if I grew up around them, then my mannerisms and the way that I speak would definitely reflect that. And you wouldn't be downing hot sauce with every meal, bro. That's for sure. I don't know, boy. Them white people love the hot sauce. <laughs> but real quick, bro, how do I gain muscle? Caloric surplus, progressive overload. You wanted a quick answer. So much to it, The music industry deserves a separate episode. I feel like it's worse. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it, 100%. I think we should cut it off there. And you want to do five more minutes, bro? Sure, but I think... Only because only... Firdos just became a member, so if he or she has a question, why not, man? Firdos, I remember you from last week. Welcome to the cult. Lyrics replace your conscious. Oof, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like y'all have listened to a song in the past and like you're repeating the lyrics in your head and it's like, it's kind of like feeding your ego. And like the brother said, he was listening to Tupac and he felt like, you know, living the thug life was like, that's what he had to do. And it was mm-hmm. like, bro, like, I used to listen to so many songs like that. And one of them used to be Drake. And like Drake used to say a lot, so I repeat it. And then sometimes I would be like, why am I saying this? Or like Lil Wayne or Young Jeezy. I don't know, bro. Like it just stuck for a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this pre-recorded? Yeah, bro. It's pre-recorded. This is not a live stream. <laughs> I know you're looking for bro. How many times do I have to say like no more, you know, Nikah proposals or even inquiries about Anna man? He's I am. I am looking for a wife. Buddy listens to three Pac. Three Pac. Sunda. Yep. Yep. That's why they say that the uh the Quran and music can't exist in the same heart. Okay, okay, okay. Guys, wrap up last final questions and then uh we will end off this episode. Yeah, and for everyone watching, just know that it's um 
Rami, before you answer that, things are only going to get better in terms of our lives. Because uh, we, we plan on doing the live EPs, and even though this one kind of turned to like a live Q&A towards the very end, I don't know why. Um, and know that the way that we do videos or the way that we've done videos in the past where they were pre-recorded, when it's just us three, we want to do these videos, but instead of pre-recording it, we're going to throw it in live and really stick to these topics and like go into these videos mm. as if we were pre-recording it. It's just that we will open up the comment section to those that are members. That way we are not being bombarded by so many questions that we completely veer off track like we did in this video. Mm -hmm. so, so that's essentially it from next week on. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a member, become a member because things are about to get real spicy over here, boy. <laughs> we about to bring the Tabasco, the Sriracha. Here we better. go. Actually, no, it's called Shatta. 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 Wow. We're about to bring the, the Shatta. So y'all got to be ready for that. Inshallah, inshallah. Inshallah. All right, then. Uh, Golden Calf agrees to what you're saying. Keep it limited to the topic. Uh, relevant questions only. Obviously, for members, the floor is open to you. Uh, for real, though, love y'all streams. Enjoy it a lot. Who's your next guest? Well, rewind the video. We talked about the next guest coming up. Inshallah. Inshallah. All right. So, Rami. With that being said, no. Rami, end it off. Allahumma atina fid dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adhab al nar. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Go get some sleep, bro. Assalamu alaikum. To, bro, I had to pin that one. Nah, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> I swear, I was just about to leave, but I had a feeling, so I stayed. <laughs> what do I do for fun? Listen, primarily, I do martial arts for fun. Um, anything physical, anything like exercise related, it could be rock climbing, it could be ninja warrior training, um, it could just be going for a walk or stuff. Every now and then I might play a video game or I might watch anime, but again, mindfully. Hmm. Mindfully consume these things for a purpose, for a reason. Guys, That's it. My phone's about to die. So with that being said, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum. Yo, Rami. Uh, we treat our YouTube members here with love, just like family, just like they're part of the T3M family, you know? So Firdos became a member today. Wallahi, this will be the last question that we answer today because, you know, Firdos became a member, so we got to honor that. Assalamu alaikum. I have a little question. What do you think about parents sending their children from Muslim to non-Muslim countries? Uh, inverse uh, hijra. <laughs> more specificity, or more specifically, when it comes to sending their girls to live alone. Rami, thoughts? Well, I mean, it really depends on the situation. And I'm going to be completely frank. If you're sending a guy, it's, it's, it's not haram. If you're sending a woman by herself, it may very well be haram because a woman is not supposed to travel by herself, let alone be in a Kafir country 
by herself. You know, the, the amount of, of um, suffering that she could go through potentially. May Allah protect her and all the women. Allahumma amin is, you know, is there. Um, whereas, you know, for a man, like no one, no one really cares to like assault a man sexually or harass a man. You know, it's like men are like, they're not valued. They're not looked at in that way. Uh, so it, it is, you know, haram for a woman to, to, to go off on her own like that. Uh, but I, I would say it really depends. You know, some of these countries are war torn. Some of these countries, sometimes they come just get an education and go back home because the education here is, you know, valued more back home and they'll make a lot more. So it really depends on the situation as possible. Um, but I would say primarily for men. Hmm. There's a lot of fitna that can come out uh, about from that. So, you know, they have to be very, very careful. It might be better to keep them there. Allahu All right. Rami. Until next week, man. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.